You're not paranoid. Yeah, you're not wearing pants. <laughs> That's how it's going to start. <laughs> yeah. Wham. Wham's great. Well, George Michael. Oh, is that there the bandana is. guy? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you thinking of Kid Rock? No, I'm thinking of Brett Michael. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember that guy? No, George Wham. Michael is the... Yeah. That was <laughs> caught in the bathrooms. Uh, what? Doing stuff. Isn't that him? George Michael? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think of the bad things people well, have done. I only think of the good things. I mean, in bad. Wham, bam, I am the man. That song? He's dead? Yeah. Oh. So you should feel bad for saying all of those I things. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh. Yeah, rest in peace. He's He was so good. I mean, I wish we could play a Wham song, but I think it's against the rights. You can't do that. Yeah, okay, so that was the right guy I was thinking. He's like, I'm just a love machine, <laughs> and I won't work for nobody but you. Oh, yeah. That's about as deep as my voice gets. I mean, I'm going to take your word for it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, they're I great. Just, I'm an 80s girl. I can't help myself. Hashtag only 80s kids will know. Well, technically, I'm a 90s girl born in the 60s in my head. Because then I was, like, in my 20s in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You feel me? Not, like, this, like, <laughs> uh, what's the word? Figuratively. I was trying to, I was about to say physically. I'm like, that's not the right word. Figuratively. But, yeah, no, it doesn't look like you're wearing pants. Sick. If I go like that, oh, yeah. But you are. Thank you for wearing <laughs> Or pants. am I? Uh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's no pants Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Hmm. I'm wearing shorts. Short shirts. Because hashtag Who suns out, buns out. Shorts. Yeah, it's sunny here in, in beautiful Philadelphia. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. California, California. a sunny state yeah. for shady people. Is that a thing? Uh, that's just something my boyfriend says about certain parts of California. Oh. But I just applied it to the whole state to keep our location anonymous. Anonymous? Ambiguous? Unknown. Non-triangulation. Yeah, that. <laughs> We're not in the Bermuda but Triangle. Probably not sunny everywhere right now. Right. They don't know when we're recording, though. Ooh. It's not... We recorded this last summer. <laughs> <laughs> this is all one year old. You're welcome. We know the future. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. So. This- oh, hey, this is uh, Kylie. <laughs> and I'm Katie. And our po- this is our podcast called. Are we saying. <laughs> You're not, not paranoid. paranoid. That's it slowed down. So if you speed it up will sound normal mm-hmm. that's how we'll be doing this whole episode <laughs> halftime <laughs> uh, one time i actually played because i like to listen to the episode so i'm like what do i sound like slash like what did i say because i black out every time i record <laughs> not from alcohol from, but the, from, nerves. from all the drinking from the nerves <laughs> and um i'm just kidding but anyways it's fun to listen back and then one time i I accidentally, I didn't know that you can do this on iTunes, but I accidentally hit that button 
that is the 1.5 speed I don't even know where that is. I'll have to show you. Okay. It's like, and that's the thing. I didn't even know I did. And that's why I thought you sped up the episode. Because I'm explaining. I forgot. I think it was the mad cow disease, the BSE, yeah, yeah. like that episode. And I was talking about a very technical part that's very <laughs> like dense. And then all of a sudden it sounded like one of those commercials with side effects like sped up. I was like, we don't want to like, wow, Katie. <laughs> Katie's like, we're going to speed past this part. Hopefully no one will notice. But then it turned <gasps> oh out, because the whole thing kept going. I'm like, Katie, I think you sped up the episode. Like, how didn't you notice this during the editing? <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh, it's on 1.5 speed. Mabby. Wow. So that's why we're going to talk in slow motion for this. Just in case Kylie hits the fast button again yeah no just kidding we won't do that to you guys but for some entertainment <laughs> just try speeding it up and we'll sound yeah. funny <laughs> we'll see if it sounds normal <laughs> Ooh, put that on 1.5 then it'll sound like chipmunks I don't know what that was, but anyways. Okay, so our podcast is called You're Not Paranoid, in case you couldn't, couldn't. decipher <laughs> what we were mouthing slowly. With words. With words. We talk about things that people get called paranoid for caring about. Yeah. And we're saying that the word paranoid shouldn't be thought of as like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, or shouldn't, we shouldn't feel bad for caring about these things. And so you're not actually paranoid for caring about it if it really happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know you know. (laughs) But everybody else in the room, does that make sense, audience? Yeah. Okay, cool. I agree. Um, Awesome. Yeah. So today. Uh oh. It's episode 15. One, five. Okay. Do you, you guys d- remember? <laughs> do you know what that means? <laughs> I, first of all, we made it this far. Yes. Ooh, ooh. So far, we have X number of listeners. No, I'm just kidding. So if you've been listening to everything. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> you very much. Uh, if you haven't listened to the episode where I asked Katie, was it zero or one? I think it was one. Okay. Where I mentioned my love for hot cheetos and then i found out katie never ever tried hot cheetos and i was like what i was like okay this is it episode 15 will be the big reveal of the hot katie tries hot cheetos i will eat them on the podcast that sounds weird but yeah (laughs) katie will try them live recorded live (laughs) um so here they are Uh they're ready i'm nervous they're a mini bag so then i'm not gonna like you know I need all of them. I mean, I could, but anyways. Um, so stay, t- stay, keep listening to the episode. Mm-hmm. If you just want the hot Cheeto goodies, <laughs> then skip to the end of the episode. But we would like you to listen. But we're not going to start with that. We're going to end with it. Oh, man. Because this is going to be a semi-intense episode. <laughs> yeah. So stick Get around. <laughs> so today's episode is kind of a hot topic. Is it? I I think you would agree. I yes, her eyebrows um, say yes, but her voice is saying <laughs> butter. Well, I didn't read that much about like people's personal opinions. Well, I guess I did, and it was mostly <laughs> negative. 
Right. So that's what I mean. When I say hot topic, I mean. The dogs have very... They are very passionate. They're very passionate about this topic, so... Yeah, so see, they... Really? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. 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 So... Thank you for contributing, Judy. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, so... As the dogs have said, <laughs> and that's our whole episode. So, so thank you I'm, so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank they kind of summarized it. <laughs> thank so you to quickly. our guests. Yeah. Um, our expert witnesses. Yeah uh it's kind of hot topic in the way that it's people a lot of people what controversial yeah that's an interesting way to say that word um <laughs> controversy no you're so strange i love it hey people, i love it people from different parts of the world say it like that oh really oh yeah you would know. and they say aluminium okay and well, controversy okay well the controversy and controversial <laughs> Contro- would you say controversial? I don't even know. Convertible. <laughs> I'm really bad with words. Katie's learning English as we record this. It's very convertible. It's very... What if we were just using all the wrong words all of the time? Maybe sometimes I do. You're That'd pretty good funny. at catching them. Anyways, it'll also be annoying, but... um, Okay, sp- I'm, my, listening to myself is like, spit it out! Okay, so we're talking about Katie, you go. We're talking about corporal punishment. Corporal punishment. <laughs> What's that about? Like, oh, because it's sad. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were bummed that we were talking about it, but it well, is kind of a, it is a bummer. Yeah. There's a lot great. of mixed emotions, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Got it. Is that when I say hot topic, like people like to share their opinions about it, which oh, is yes. so spot on from Last Phobia Friday. Yeah, but guess what? We're not going to listen to them. Because we have allodoxophobia. Allodoxophobia. We don't listen to people's opinions. We're afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Anyways. So we're going to talk about corporal punishment and all the parts of it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Just be ready. Yeah. So Katie, you're going to cover. Katie's going to get into it. I'm getting into it. Let's hear about what is it what's what's considered legal illegal blah 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 well tell me i am not an expert she is actually a corporal punishment lawyer lawyer let's start at the beginning the entomology Mm -hmm. corporal means of or belonging to the body so it's like bodily punishment Mm. aka using physical force or violence to correct a bad behavior and it's usually adults doing it to kids from like what the, yeah i have gathered like in the context of like discipline Dis- yeah using i guess violence i don't want to like start sounding biased yeah but well using in the form physical, of physical physical punishment mm-hmm. like hitting slapping a lot of it, because I looked more into uh, corporal punishment in school, so a lot of it is using a paddle to mm-hmm. hit kids, like on their, I'm assuming, uh, behinds, or I don't know where else you would hit kids. Uh, I've heard of like rulers on their hands or yeah, something like that. I've heard that too. But yeah, so that's what it is and means in terms of it being legal. Um, it is a state's 
rights issue mm-hmm. in terms of that there is actually not a comprehensive federal definition of corporal punishment and it's kind of left up to the states to define it and then to say whether or not um, school officials can do it and whether or not parents can do it mm-hmm. so that's it, pretty interesting sorry i just want to like talk about that for like yeah. one second because i didn't know that either that is federally unrecognized and it's up to the states yeah i didn't look into that specifically but mm-hmm. in one of the articles i was reading it said that there's not a comprehensive so there might be you know obviously if you're beating the crap out of a kid right but not but, specifically and trying to use it as like oh well my state says i can yeah do it then the federal government but like no nah, you can't do that right but it's not really the one defining it got it like there is no overarching one rule correct from my i mean why would the states each have their own laws yeah. if there was one exactly so. yeah yeah so each state came up with their definition of corporal punishment and whether or not it is legal but it's different and so let me clarify that a little bit more that's mostly for in schools right at home it's a little different and corporal punishment is technically legal in the home in all 50 states oh the they call them statutes i don't know what the difference between that and a law Mm -hmm. but it varies from state to state but it generally says that using physical punishment must be reasonable and not excessive in terms of a guardian or parent administering it to one of their kids or who they're legally watching over so that's kind of a wishy-washy way to say don't take it too far exactly and that's how who is it yeah sorry no 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 yeah yeah. (laughs) who's supposed to defend that who's who's to say one way or another exactly and that's where it's tricky right and i think they kind of word it that way on purpose because and then you get into the whole thing of like they're my kids i can do what i want versus like but what are what's happening to them is it yeah whatever Mm -hmm. so and sorry we're gonna try to talk about it unbiased i know i'm trying not to. and it's so hard (laughs) to do the research and feel unbiased but um you know, if you don't like what we're saying, let us know. Like, Bye. Hear what you, yeah, but it's still <laughs> no, like no, no, open yeah, to yeah. hearing people's, you know, opinions mm-hmm. and um, like their feedback and mm-hmm. it's okay to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so it's technically legal in all 50 states except for in 2012, Delaware passed a law oh. saying that you can't like the corporal punishment of a parent doing it at home mm-hmm. you, it can't cause any injury or pain so basically kind of then saying, saying you can't, no corporal punishment basically yeah hmm. do, do, do. so and other states have tried to pass bans on it um, but have failed to get it enacted and oh. the courts generally say that the parents have the right to spank or whatever got it I think this article was written in 2018. Um, it said recently New York's second highest court ruled that it was reasonable use of force in the case of a father using his open hand to hit an eight-year-old boy who had cursed. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, for it to get to the second highest court, there's obviously some issues because I don't know if the eight-year-old can bring that to court or if there was maybe yeah, like another marital parent. issues. Yeah. Whatever. 
So there is, so you basically can use corporal punishment at home okay. as long as it's not excessive. To the discretion of the parent. Exactly. At school, it's a little bit different and is more defined. Mm-hmm. 15 states currently permit corporal punishment in public schools. Seven more states allow the practice by not having any laws okay. on it specifically. And most kind of in the same way where they don't define it for private schools. So private schools can not not get away with it, but it's not legally defined. Like it's more specific to public schools. Yeah. So then therefore the obvious opposite side is private schools. Yes. I'm just curious, would you mind saying, do you know what the 15 states are that specify it as a yes? It was hard because some some articles were saying that the latest data was from like 2006. Oh, okay. But then this article, which had the number of 15 states allowed it, was from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is generally the, um, the South, mm-hmm. um, Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona, Kansas... Ohio is with an asterisk. They banned it in 2009. But when this article was written, it was allowed. Um, Idaho, Indiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Mexico, Florida, Kentucky, Missouri, Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Wow. And then for this like slideshow, it had um, the number of reported incidences. Because I guess a lot of the laws state that the schools have to report how many times corporal punishment is issued. Oh, interesting. And Mississippi was the highest. It's, and this is, I think, from the 2006 2007 school year, which was mm-hmm. the most recent collected data or yeah. data that's been like analyzed. Mm hmm. It had 38,131 school children paddled in one school year, which is 7.5% of kids in public schools. Dang. So that's the highest rate. A lot of them, I will put the, this link on the website so you Mm -hmm. can see all of them, but it doesn't, it's like fractions of percents. Oh, okay. And so that one was so, like really high. Yeah, it's not because it counts down like to the highest prevalence. Oh, okay. So it goes to like 2%. Um, like Alabama was 4.5%. I mean, that's still, that just goes to show that it's quite prevalent, I would think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and that's also it being reported and yeah, that's all true. that stuff. Yeah, because so. you have to count on the schools actually mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. And the more recent article it's found or wherever they got their info oh education week which sounds like a magazine or something Mm -hmm. they analyzed the data and they found that more than 109,000 students were physically punished in 21 states during the uh, 2013-14 school year wow and this or their study shows that decades of research suggests that those students are at least as likely to experience negative effects as positive ones. Yeah. But you're going to go more into that. Yeah. And that's just what one article is saying. In terms of who gets punished, it Sorry, is... Sorry, for the public schools, was mm-hmm. that like a certain age or was that all public schools? 
it just said school children so i'm guessing okay, so maybe like elementary to high school yeah i feel like it'd be harder to do that to high school kids yeah but i mean i never went to a school where it was allowed so i don't yeah, know if same. there's maybe more like fear of teachers yeah by that age because you're already used to yeah. it or something like that or you expect it mm-hmm. they sh- the numbers reveal that boys are more likely to be punished physically than girls mm-hmm. and it's dis. and then what's sad is that it's dis- disproportionately applied to students of color and um, those with disabilities yeah i read that too yeah that yeah. is really really sad because mm-hmm. it seems that like in states where it's allowed like the teachers just get fed up or they don't know how to like deal with kids with disabilities or I don't know. And focusing on students of color. Yeah. Yep. That just shows how, like, systemic Yeah. the discrimination goes. Yeah, how deep-seated. Mm-hmm. And from such a young age. Yeah. For, or for such a young age, mm-hmm. too. So, the there's a, an interesting article that I read um, that was about a specific person's um, experience where it was, like, a girl who had autism and like a a h or what is it ADHD. adhd and so it's kind of like talking about her having to be in school where corporal punishment was allowed mm-hmm. and being she just remembers being hit like a lot because you know she was different yeah and didn't learn in the same ways and the teachers didn't weren't taught like how to deal with her yeah so or like miss you know behaving mm-hmm. outside of the norm whereas today yeah, there's exactly. like more mm-hmm. uh information about like autism and yeah adhd yeah so it says that states still using corporal punishment students with disabilities can be up to five times more likely to experience the punishment than students without disabilities wow and that's from a report in 2016 so and then in terms of like the racial discrimination for example in kentucky uh, white students are about seven times more likely to attend school that uses corporal punishment but black students are the ones that receive the most of the corporal punishments yeah but it's weird because the same kind of studies and stuff show that a majority of american parents still support spanking at home yeah um so there is kind of like that difference of like who have, is doing exactly it. like being comfortable you know well i feel like too schools are so much more visible mm-hmm. because everyone like all the other students can see mm-hmm. compared to behind closed doors yeah, some state laws say that it has to be with no one watching really yeah which is like Ugh. i would be interested in hearing about that um, but interestingly the same article is saying that students sometimes choose the physical punishment over suspension or other disciplinary alternatives just to get get their punishment over with get it out of the way yeah so there's that so they have to choose which some schools allow Mm -mm. Uh, allow well i know i know just (laughs) interesting um and so there is a cool a website called state laws mm-hmm. and oh, it sounds like such a cool website <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> you can search whatever laws and so then i did corporal punishment in schools mm-hmm. since it is a state 
states right kind of thing yeah um it has all the states and then you can click on them and then it shows like what their definition is of corporal punishment oh wow and if it like to what extent it's allowed Mm -hmm. but in that website it kind of gave a brief little synopsis of the history of it in terms of the law yeah and so in 1977 the supreme court uh this is the u.s of course um (laughs) of course (laughs) ruled that corporal punishment was allowed in public schools despite parental objection so before that very few states had prohibited it um and the court's decision motivated many states to pass laws prohibiting the physical punishment in public schools um so I guess that's when it was made officially a state's right mm-hmm. was in the 1977 mm-hmm. decision. And so I chose uh, two examples, but then I found a third one that's kind of interesting yeah. of like one that doesn't allow it. And then a couple that do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to go through those quickly. Take your time. We're at an hour. Oh, my God. No, we're not. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> um, so since we also live here. I decided to do California. Yeah, just to kind of get like a reference for us. Surprise, it's not allowed here. In schools? In public schools. Okay. So, and California decided this in 1986. Wow. And that's when it was officially banned. So, California is a little different in that it has a couple different laws. There's two parts that address corporal punishment. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Corporal punishment in public schools is not allowed. But then they also made like a amendment or something that it's not allowed even when a parent says it's okay. Hmm. So they're just like, no, no, no. And I feel like that's more to cover their butts because a public school teacher is technically a like a government employee. Yeah. So that if the parents like it's okay, and then the the teacher's like, okay, and then like uses corporal punishment, then the the parents could turn around and like sue them or something. So I think that's more just to. Cover, cover, butts. cover butts slash keep it consistent yeah because <laughs> even though the parent's saying it's fine it's like fine then you like you have to keep track like okay corporal punishment list mm-hmm. okay is timmy on there yes well that's what i'm gonna get to later oh man it's weird. sorry <laughs> no, no no it's fine yeah so california is one that just it's public schools doesn't say anything about private schools okay so technically private schools can still yeah and you kind of hear that yeah. stereotype of private schools mm-hmm so California why can't they do sorry no. why can't they also make it private schools is that because they're not run they're by not funded by the state yeah but like for the most part a lot of things aren't funded by the state and there's still laws you know what I mean yeah. like not like an argument towards you but no like, yeah <laughs> I like feel it just seems kind of like a we're just gonna look away at this one it's like no I'm guessing that's where if people wanted to the excessive use of force or like child endangerment or like Mm -hmm. having to use one of those laws yeah interesting but i think it also is because a lot of private schools are religious based okay and so you know the separation of like church and state i feel like to some degree is that also yeah Um, interesting okay but that's just my guess on that yeah that would i mean that makes sense from like a broader level at least Mm mm-hmm so California law defines corporal punishment as the intentional infliction of physical pain on a pupil by a person employed or engaged by a public school. It does not include acts like breaking up a fight between students, preventing damage to property, forcefully taking objects away from a student, or self-defense. Um, 
And then this one's funny. Uh, it also, or as well, any pain or discomfort that comes as a result of voluntary engagement in athletics does not constitute corporal punishment. Wait. <laughs> Are teachers wrestling with students or like fighting them or no. what, like football? I'm guessing this comes from a coach, quote unquote, punishing the team by, say, having to run uh. laps or do hundreds of push-ups yeah so you're technically inflicting like physical pain but catching them yeah california law is like yeah but that's not corporal punishment you still have to run those you still have to yeah i had to do that for softball that was the worst yeah i had to run to like the further field and it wasn't even that far but i hate running that's why i played volleyball where the court is very small yeah you know so they just made us run lines it's just like not so bad that's not too bad that's the only reason I played volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> the least running. I like it. Just kidding. An uh, example of a state that allows it is Texas. Mm-hmm. So Texas is a interesting one in that it allows corporal punishment but uh, in public school. But it is considered lawful unless... A parent or legal guardian has refused to give permission with a signed written statement to the school board saying you cannot use corporal punishment on my student. Huh. And they have to submit that letter every new school year. Hmm. So that made me think exactly what you were thinking of like do do you you have like a corporal punishment list? Probably. And then, so it's like, if someone really ticks you off, you have to be like, wait, let me check my list if, like, to see if I can hit you. Or like, maybe they have certain decals next to a sticker on their desk. That's or like a scarlet yeah. CP or something. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, wow. So. Well, that that's, I mean, that's like a step in the right direction, but. But it's just weird. At what point? It's like, okay, if, so if the majority of the class is excused from corporal punishment then yeah it's like you either get hit or you write a hundred sentences like i will not talk in class it's weird that's really interesting yeah i say interesting but when i say interesting in this case it's like question mark (laughs) yeah i would be interested to see how many kids have those letters that's what i'm saying and then if they can like like if they're like taunting the teacher or they know they can get away with more yeah. Because, like, what are you going to do? You can't hit me. Yeah. Meh, 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 meh. Oh, that's Katie was that trouble child. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Texas says corporal punishment is deliberate infliction of physical pain by hitting, paddling, spanking, slapping, or other physical force used as a means of discipline. Um, and they also exclude uh, the physical pain caused by athletic training. Or confinement, restraint, seclusion, and timeout. Because those are addressed by different state laws. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry, I need to come up with another word besides interesting. (laughs) Curious. So the the other um, one that I chose is North Carolina. Okay. They have a law explicitly allowing teachers and principals to use reasonable force as a means of discipline. So principals, huh. teachers, and other school personnel allowed to do it. Because it's basically saying anyone at the school. Yeah. 
what is allowed or what the rules are, yeah. like how you can do the corporal punishment. Other students may not be present during the punishment. Red flag. Yeah. Um, only a principal, assistant principal, or teacher may administer the punishment, and it has to be in the presence of one of those authorized adults. Um, notification of the pu- the punishment is given to the student's parents. Um, record of the corporal punishment is kept at the school. No excessive force may be used, uh, which is it's just weird because you're hitting kids. It's excessive force is that which causes an injury requiring medical attention beyond simple first aid. What? So you can hit them and break the skin if if you just cover it up with a Band-Aid, just can't send them to the hospital. Wow. Oh, actually, they do have the um, parents writing a letter saying they can't do it. Oh, okay. I mean, at least there's that. But, and then each year, the school board has to send a report to the State Board of Education regarding, uh, <laughs> regarding the number of times that corporal punishment was used. Yeah, but you can imagine that they probably, I mean, they know it's not, like, great. Well, and then that's the thing, too, of if you're going to tie it back to who's getting the punishment. Yeah. Then it just make like, that's how I think of it in the back of my mind. So it just kind of doesn't. It's just weird. Because I'm, I'm wondering what the, let me word this right, what the purpose is of collecting that data if it's to see just for knowledge or if it's like we're keeping an eye on your tallies. Probably. Because then uh, if it's the latter version, then they're probably going to underreport, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. it's like the person who's getting in trouble is also told you have to be honest mm-hmm. to report. The, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just it seems mm-hmm. kind of fishy. Yeah, I don't like the also of it being behind closed doors. I wonder if that's because you would. Because it sounds like you can go pretty hard. I know, but if that... So just say that we're in this in this universe of that is what we do. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want the students to see that so then they mm-hmm. know what's going, what they're going to get? Yeah. Like, that's the part that's, like, kind of, like, wait, if you're not going to... Like, mm-hmm. if you are going to do it, then why wouldn't... Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I think what you're saying is that's the part that's kind of, like, ooh. Yeah. Because then what is what is being allowed to happen behind closed doors? Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was reading an article where um, a person was talking about um, growing up in India mm-hmm. where corporal punishment is um, pretty severe, or it can be. Yeah. Uh, or at least when she was growing up. And she said that she forgot one of her books and the teacher like, like was beating her pretty bad and then went to all the other classrooms like to show her off as like an example Ooh. of like this is what happens when you don't See, bring your book but i don't think that's good either <laughs> no no like, yeah but i'm saying but like, like when you're talking about either no, or yeah. kind of deal but I was just that's, saying, like, that's an extreme example yeah but yeah so that's kind of it like for my examples mm-hmm. um what about in the world do you because i remember seeing i kind of saw something that was like the Global Initiative Fund. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's the Global Initiative to End All Corporal Punishment of Children. I was looking at their website a little bit. So they basically want to have it like be prohibited of being able to hit kids. Who is this? The World, Le- the, 
the leaders of the world or like it's the World a, Health Organization? It's an organization that are doing this global initiative. It looks like it, like overall, mm-hmm. it's on a downward trend, but it still exists. Yeah, um, across across the world. Across the world, yeah. Um, they had a neat little, um, like graphic that we could maybe put up. I yeah. was having a hard time copying it though. Take a screenshot. Oh yes, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I think it's like Apple Shift F three or or yeah. Shift three. Macs aren't great for shortcuts. Unless you know <laughs> the shortcut, <laughs> which I don't. Google, Google, help Google. me. Hey Siri, hey, Google. screenshot this for me. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's kind of what I have to say. But I think that article about the girl in India. She ended her article. With, like, a really cool quote and that I'd like to also say. Yeah, say it. And it'll be kind of, like, my little two cents, but not from, from myself. <laughs> no, it's not from her either. Oh. It's a quote from Frederick Douglass. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know him, shame on you. Um, <laughs> but he's, he was a slave and then American statesman. He said that it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Oh, I like that. So that is very true. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you will be able to tell us why. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, so that's your that's your nice segue for me. I tried. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about the kind of like the effects mm-hmm. of corporal punishment on um, children and kind of how you know it goes into their adulthood as well. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Going into this, I feel like I was trying to be unbiased as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of read how things are worded, like explaining corporal punishment. And then you kind of, you'll, you'll see as we go through, I tried to be unbiased. This is all, Mm -hmm. these are all the researchers. There are actually a lot of researchers who are um, looking into this and Mm -hmm. trying to share, like inform people Mm -hmm. about what is really happening and like why uh they think it's not okay Okay. so this is all in the context of because the research shows it's not okay okay so i'm just gonna say that flat out okay (laughs) so i am not this is not my personal opinion i'm Mm -hmm. just reading the research but the i guess what i'm trying to say is that it makes sense to me Mm -hmm. um as a reader and it'll be interesting to you know hear what you think and as you go through it's kind of it's cool to see um even though it makes sense there's ways that things are worded yeah that kind of make it like oh okay I, I can see why that is like besides just the fact that you're hitting a child mm-hmm. the discipline part of it like the yeah. mental learning part of it so i'm gonna start with a story if that's okay okay it's just kind of set up like an example of corporal punishment and then i'm gonna get into the um physiological effects how it affects your mental health and then I'm going to go into, like, the the logic of corporal punishment slash the backwards thinking of it. Interesting. Talk about what parents say. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the alternatives to disciplining your child besides corporal punishment. Nice. So just, like, the higher – just so you know, mm-hmm. like, where this is kind of going. Mm-hmm. So those are the, those are the uh, five themes. So the um, 
I wonder if you've heard of this. And I thought this is a story you're going to say because it oh. kind of went viral. In 2011, there's a video that was circulating where it was a video of a girl who was 16 in Texas being beaten by her dad Oof. with a belt. No. He was beating her because she got caught illegally downloading video games. By him? Like she got, yeah, he got, I guess she got caught somehow or something like that. She said that she had a feeling. So, okay, let me back up for a second. Uh, she was, she had corporal punishment as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, the you know, the concept of like the spanking and like mm-hmm. you need to do good. If you don't, you're going to spank him. Um, but then it evolved into something much worse into her teen years. And so it became this repetitive thing that she knew like the signs of when her dad was going to beat her and punish her because at this point it wasn't corporal punishment it was more abuse Mm -hmm. but using it in the light of corporal punishment Uh in air quotes kind of thing um because it escalated so it went from like spankings to full-on beating with a belt and because she knew the signs and she had a feeling it was going to happen that night she felt like she needed evidence of it because mm-hmm. her mom was aware oh. her mom was aware but her mom didn't do anything mm-hmm. she kind of stayed out of it he would tell her like go somewhere yeah, that's else like classic yeah like parental exactly and so the daughter set up a video camera in the room where it Jeez. usually happened and sure enough like 30 minutes into the recording because it's just like an empty room mm-hmm. they come on you know camera and he's beating her with a belt Jeez. and it shows it's online you can watch the whole thing yeah, it's i haven't pretty seen it graphic. or i haven't heard of that yeah he like you know had a turn like the lights are off so that nobody can see in from outside oh, like God. the windows and uh she didn't actually so this was when she was 16 that this happened she held on to that video for seven years Whoa. and released it when she turned 23. Or I don't know if it was not like her birthday, but she was 23 when she released it. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2011. So ironically, her dad is a Texas judge. Oh boy. He handles, among other types of cases, family and juvenile cases. Mm. So... She actually got interviewed on CNN. That's where I kind of got this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was saying that she was like really upset. And you can see like when she's talking about it, she's pretty shaken. Um, like she's, you know, trying to come to terms with like even it still. But she's upset because her father's in denial. Oh, and doesn't think he really did anything wrong that he was in the right for doing, you know, handling it that way. Mm-hmm. Like he had gotten interviewed and he was even said like they caught him like, you know, trying to drive out of work or whatever Uh because he had to go on leave because there was so much like um backlash Mm -hmm. seeing the video going viral Mm -hmm. like people were you know really upset and when they did like a quick like hey do you have anything to say and he's like i don't think i did anything wrong you know that kind of thing just to put in perspective she said that that was like one of the worst beatings that he had done to her and she had bruises that were like very visible Mm -hmm. all over and she told him that it really hurt to walk and that the bruises were the worst that they had ever been. And his response was good. So that just kind of put, yeah. sets the precedent for like what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So mine is kind of in the context of it can be parents or adults mm-hmm. in general. But the point is that it's an adult uh, putting or using corporal punishment on mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. Whether that child is, you know, young till 17, mm-hmm. those are, that's kind of like, you know, 
any child basically like you went over the laws so you get what yeah. i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> i know no. what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. <laughs> the physiological effects is what i'm talking about first so there's a lot of debate that focuses on the ethics mm-hmm. of corporal punishment yeah, i feel like that's one of the biggest yeah like when people talk about it exactly so uh, there's actually there's one study being done by dr joan durant from the university of manitoba in canada and their research specifically aims to shift the ethical debate over corporal punishment into the medical sphere. Mm. So instead of they're like, you know what, everyone's going to have their opinions. Exactly. Let's look at the facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report says that spanking can reduce the brain's gray matter. Wow. Which is the connective tissue between brain cells. Hmm. Just to put that in perspective, the gray matter is super critical to the nervous system or the central nervous system because it influences areas of the, areas of the brain that are involved in sensory perception speech muscular control emotions and memory wow those are important parts <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know about you but i feel like it is uh and then there was a another i'm gonna keep saying a study or a doctor because mm-hmm. there are a bunch so bear with me but um another study at yale showed that 42 adolescent subjects who were reported being either abused or neglected also showed a reduction in their gray brain matter wow Hilary Bloomberg, an associate professor in the departments of psychiatry and diagnostic radiology uh, in the Yale Child Study Center, she's the author of the study, or the senior author of the study, said that here we have teenagers who may not have a diagnosable illness, but still have physical physical evidence of maltreatment. Hmm. And this could explain why they have trouble with school performance or increase their vulnerability to depression and behavioral difficulties. Wow. So, I mean, the thing is, is that the reduction of the gray matter was actually seen in the prefrontal areas. So no matter whether the adolescent was abused physically or emotionally neglected, you're still seeing that reduction. Wow. You know, either it basically is saying like those are the any type of abuse in that mm-hmm. way, you're going to see that. So that was kind of like a broader study. Uh, so there's other areas of the brain where the reductions depended on the type of maltreatment that the child had experienced. So there's an example that the emotional neglect was associated with decreases in areas that regulate emotions. Mm, makes sense. So it's interesting because it's not mm-hmm. just like emotional, psychological. It's like your brain is actually changing. Wow. Based on, you know, what's happening. Uh, For boys, the reduction in the brain matter, the gray brain matter, or that's so hard to say, gray brain matter tended to be concentrated in areas of the brain associated with impulse control or substance abuse. Hmm. So that's for boys. And in girls, it was in areas where the brain is linked to depression. Oh, wow. So fortunately, those kinds of deficits in adolescence and young, you know, young adults and children aren't per- aren't likely to be permanent because they're still developing and growing. I think we say that like, the brain doesn't fully stop growing until like 27. Something like that, yeah. And that there's a lot of, she says that there's a lot of plasticity and it's always critical to find ways to prevent maltreatment and to help the youths who have been exposed. Mm. I like that one because, or those two studies, because they really aren't focusing on the ethics of it. Yeah, it's not whether or not it's right or wrong. It's like right. this is what happens. 
regardless and it's not in in the second one it's like not just corporal punishment it's any kind of abuse Mm -hmm. and they're grouping that in there because technically it's an adult hitting Mm -hmm. or disciplining physically a child Mm -hmm. and so that's how it doesn't really matter how what you consider to be abuse that is how it's going to be taken as you know the kid slash the brain is going to react in that way Mm -hmm. that kind of you know kind of digesting it so there's more than just physiological effects it's emotionally damaging as well they say that like spanking gets quick results but it doesn't reduce the undesired behavior yeah it can also cause long-term emotional damage that inhibits the learning process physical punishment and this is for like parent and child it also can reduce that feeling of trust Mm-hmm. you know breeds further hostility towards authority figures like teachers mm-hmm. you know getting hit could also hinder social relations in the classroom where there is that definitive power difference between a teacher and a child so they say one of the questions from this article is you know is it any wonder when hitting sends a signal to a child that learning occurs through punishment mm-hmm. right They're saying that physical punishment can work in the moment, as I mentioned earlier, uh, because children are afraid, obviously, of getting injured or hit. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work in the long term and it can make children more aggressive. Yeah. So this was this is um, being stated by doctor or a Ph.D., a psychology professor. (laughs) Professor. (laughs) Sorry, Dr. Graham Berman, who is a Ph.D. in psychology and it's a principal investigator for the Child Violence and Trauma Lab- Laboratory at the University of Michigan. Oh, wow. People get frustrated. This is a quote from them. People get frustrated and hit their kids. Maybe they don't see that there are other options. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Another PhD who's a lead researcher on physical punishment at the University of Texas at Austin was saying that the negative effects of physical punishment may not become apparent for some time. A quote from her, or her name's, sorry, Elizabeth <laughs> Jershoff. A child doesn't get spanked and then run out and rob a store. There are indirect changes in how the child thinks about things and feels about things. So it's it's kind mm. of that bigger picture. It's not like... Immediate. Yeah. Or like so something like you I could necessarily see. see. Exactly. So it's the, I feel like it's the... What they're saying is it's like the repetitive long-term effects. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're like, okay, well, they're playing with their toys now. They're like, fine. they just got, yeah. corp- you know, I just gave them corporal punishment. They cried. They got over it. Mm-hmm. They moved on. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that deep seed, you know, it's kind of like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't and know. that's, I think, goes into where you're saying like the brain is changing. Right. So you might not see outward changes for a while. Exactly. But if it's repetitive, then you're going to cause right. some actual behavioral yeah. and psychological changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Another study was showing that children who are spanked are more likely to be aggressive towards others because they don't know any other way to behave. Mm-hmm. Or like if like, they think I have that an issue. Is, sorry? If that's kind of like showing them that if there's an issue or you don't like something then that's how you resolve the issue exactly or if you if someone's doing something that you don't like Mm -hmm. so there's evidence that child abuse changes brain function in areas related to processing a threat as Mm -hmm. well so this is kind of actually the top part sorry (laughs) chronic stress can actually lead to an imbalance of the autonomic nervous system 
And this is referring to a study called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, uh, which was a collaboration between the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and Kaiser Permanente. Wow. So I keep bringing up these, like, mm-hmm. re- sorry, and it probably sounds like a, you know, mundane, but I want to bring this up because I didn't realize how many studies there are and, like, yeah. people are really, you know, researching this. I mean, Kaiser Permanente and, like, CDC, mm-hmm. it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, and such an imbalance can kind of, you know, distort that fight or flight perception, which then can result in over-perceiving or overreacting and magnifying perceived threats. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is, these are all from that study. Wow. Let's talk about why it doesn't work or kind of like the way I see it is kind of like that backwards thinking mm-hmm. aspect. This is from someone who was the APA president. I believe that's the the American Psychiatric Association, I believe. The P is silent. (laughs) Said, you cannot punish out the behaviors that you do not want. Yeah. There is no need for corporal punishment based on research. We are not giving up an effective technique. We are saying this is a horrible thing that does not work. Wow. So they're pretty strong. The people who, I mean, the American, you know. That's a huge organization, the APA. They feel very strongly about it. Mm -hmm. And they probably have to if there's still 15 or 19 states that allow it. Exactly. Physical punishment. So this is uh, Dr. Elizabeth Jershoff that I mentioned earlier from the University of Texas, uh, Austin. Physical punishment doesn't work to get kids to comply. So parents think they have to keep escalating it. That is why it is so dangerous. Parents have long been using spanking, swattings, or whippings to correct a child's behavior. But as social norms evolve and more research surfaces in support of alternatives, the line between corporal punishment and child abuse is becoming increasingly blurry. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit I copied from CNN because that was really nicely worded. Yeah. But that's what they're saying. It's like there's a lot of gray area mm-hmm. that can get dangerous. Yeah. George Holden, a professor of psychology at Southern Methodist University, said, the line between discipline and abuse, I just said that, is a gray area. And it is also sort of fluid because a parent might begin with using what they consider appropriate or reasonable discipline. But in the course of seconds, it can easily escalate based on a child's reaction or a parent's rage. Mm -hmm. It's easy to inadvertently cross the line wherever it is. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, those are the kinds of things I'm like, oh, it's not even just corporal punishment, not corporal punishment. Mm -hmm. It's where does it become abuse? Mm -hmm. And that's the scary part. Because once it happens, it's easier to go back to that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once it's escalated once, I feel like that that distance to get to the escalation will become less Mm -hmm. because you've already done it once before. Yeah. Or it's already happened once before. And clinical psychologist Marla, I'm going to butcher her last name, but Diebler explains, you punish kids because you don't want them to do it again, but physical force doesn't show them what to do instead. And it doesn't educate them on a better way to cope or problem solve. Yeah. She said, it's a crucial, it's, sorry, it's crucial that they understand why they're being punished and that the punishment is reinforced with positive emotions. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, don't, you know, we're showing the kids. It's what is that thing that parents say? 
do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. It's like that. <laughs> like yeah. I got told that a lot growing up. <laughs> not not a lot, a lot, but enough to remember mm-hmm. that I was annoyed. <laughs> it's like, well, you get to do whatever, you know, stay mm-hmm. up late or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And I think I wanted to quote all those because I don't want it to come from me mm-hmm. personally. Like these yeah. are what doctors and PhDs are saying themselves. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily disagree. It's true. With the mm-hmm. logic. Yeah, yeah. So, and this next thing I'm going to talk about, I mean, like I mentioned, parents will say, like, you know, do as I say, not as I do. With corporal punishment, they say, studies show, and there's a specific article I read that was by Dr. Molly S. Castello. Castello? Castello. <laughs> the way it's word, or written, I think I thought it was Castello. It's Castello, I'm guessing. That sounds more right. Anyways. Or Castillo. It's is it Castillo. Because oh. it's C-A-S-T-A. I'm sorry. Cast E-L-L-O-E. She's a PhD. And it, she's talking about how parents will say that they use corporal punishment because that's how they were raised and they mm-hmm. turned out fine. Yeah. And in fact, that. they learned from it. You know, does a kid good to get good spanking or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, I hear that a lot. And the problem is that when adults don't kind of see how their past has influenced them, it they basically continue to perpetuate the cycle of inflicting corporal punishment despite the studies showing that it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of looking at it from their own experiences of, well, I, I, if I can handle it, then my, my kids can handle it mm-hmm. kind of thing despite the fact that research is showing that it's not mm-hmm. good. They basically say, the article goes to say that the next generation continues to carry the damage that has been stored up in the mind and body of their ancestor. Oh, wow. And that's not even the intense sentence. <laughs> the good thing is, is that because research is becoming available, parents can, you know, reflect on their themselves and think about like how maybe corporal punishment affected them Mm -hmm. looking inwardly and being more conscious of like their childhood and recognizing how they can then transmit that historical violence to their children by hitting Mm -hmm. and that they can break the cycle Mm -hmm. doesn't need to continue and I think that can be said about a lot of different things that are generational Mm -hmm. like abuse or sexual abuse you know mental physical abuse discrimination discrimination yeah racism general types of you know bad thinking Mm -hmm. some good you know also the opposite end of it being like religion and you know whatever you can Mm -hmm. cut that out if you want no no i'm just trying to say like there's generational teachings can last for a very long time Mm -hmm. and they do i feel like continue to perpetuate because people can always relate it back to what they endured yeah and they and how they handled it but as we know everyone's different Mm -hmm. and that research wasn't as available i mean 1977 Mm -hmm. really wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. that corporal punishment was kind of given to the states to decide yeah or really like looked closer Mm -hmm. since then it's been you know researched quite a bit as I've said. (laughs) (laughs) So there was one study published in 2011 in, I believe this is a a journal called Child Abuse and Neglect. Oh, wow. It's pretty intense. That's awful. Um, That revealed an intergenerational cycle of violence in homes where physical punishment was used. Researchers interviewed parents and children 
age three to seven from more than 100 families. Children who were physically punished were more likely to endorse hitting as a means of resolving their conflicts with peers and siblings. Hmm. Parents who had experienced frequent physical punishment during their childhood were more likely to believe it was acceptable and they frequently spanked their children. Their children, in turn, often believed spanking was an appropriate disciplinary method. So then it goes back and forth, Mm -hmm. right? Kids are then used to it and accept it because they don't know any better. Exactly. And so that's that thing of like nowadays with all of the research saying just because I, you know, I got it. So then my kids are going to get it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't the researchers say the researchers are saying like that doesn't really cut it anymore. Yeah. Like you can say that, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be like that. Mm -hmm. Alternative approaches. So this is my favorite section. Yeah. (laughs) So again so these are all pieces what's interesting just to back up for a second is that all of these five categories that i've you know i'm talking about those were all from like maybe six articles Mm -hmm. that were kind of saying the same thing Mm -hmm. and those were kind of the biggest things overall that they were each trying to convey but from like kind of different perspectives and different studies Mm -hmm. so some of these sound like the wording of previous ones (laughs) that's why because they're all kind of connected in that way do they support it kind of differently which i appreciated because there was different you know opinions and sides of it so part of the this is from another article part of the difficulty in changing the cultural attitude that corporal punishment is an effective means of discipline is that many view prohibiting spanking as limiting the rights of parents yep that's kind of the issue mm-hmm. because then parents think that you can't their tell rights, me how to parent exactly mm-hmm. most parents who do use physical punishment today apparently express regret for it and scant belief that it improves a child's behavior. So as the research is coming about, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, I mean, obviously, if you were a parent, I mean, neither of us. Yeah, disclaimer. disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> neither of us are parents except for fur baby parents. But I have a little brother, so I can just imagine who's only like, I think right now he's 11. But when I was born, or wow, when he was born, <laughs> I was 16. So he kind of felt like my baby in like an indirect way yeah <laughs> like i can imagine him being my baby i forgot where i was going with that Just but if i no. i guess what i'm saying is if like if i was a parent and i'm seeing the research now mm-hmm. and it was already happening i can see it being you know feeling like kind of guilty yeah which we're not here to make anyone feel guilty mm-hmm. it's more of like this is what the this, research shows this is what's really happening because i think a lot of people have mixed opinions mm-hmm and so it's kind of like clearing the air. This is this is what's happening. This is what's considered legal versus illegal. And this is what the re- research shows mm-hmm. to be, you know. I mean, again, it's one-sided, but... and you, I mean, a lot of the research is showing the same thing, I guess is what I'm saying. And we'll have the links online so that you guys can, um, you know, look into it for yourselves as well. That we're not being, <laughs> yeah. you know, biased. Like, this is what this is what's out there. I mean, I didn't have to dig that deep to find this stuff. So the, the alternative approaches instead of corporal punishment are teaching for teaching discipline are giving timeouts, choices, and nonviolent consequences for misbehaving. Mm-hmm. So these are more like logical consequences, are also like giving logical consequences. Like, you know, if you do not pick up your toys, they will not be, like you can't use them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or not that you would say you can't use them tomorrow, but <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't play with, I guess I don't like that one as much. Well, I mean, it kind of should, like, if you don't take care of your things, yeah, they're not going to be around. Yeah. Or, like, like, my mom they... would be like, if you don't pick that up, I'm going to throw it away. Like, yeah. that was a good one for me. Yeah. Because she like... was serious, and I've seen it happen before. 
Yeah. And then that's a good, like, it's a good correlation because if you're not taking care of your things, yeah, then you obviously don't need them. Right. And so then the, the discipline is more focused on the action at hand mm-hmm. versus something unrelated, like physically being hit. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, so you're saying that if I don't pick up my toys, I'm, I'm going to get an unrelated punishment of being hit hit mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah like i think that makes i mean just i'm not coming up with this is what they're saying but it makes sense to me to make it more of a learning experience for the child that it's like cause and effect because mm-hmm. then it teaches it's like you're both learning and disciplining at the same yeah, time yeah it's not saying like just because you shouldn't do corporal punishment doesn't mean you can't discipline your kids 100 percent. i think that's people get upset too yeah i think that's is a that big they think thing. there isn't an alternative mm-hmm. Because I can see that being, it's like I'm all, I feel like I'm out of options because kids are, kids can be unreasonable. Yep. A big one too is um, if you do not put on your coat, you, you know, you'll be cold. Because kids mm-hmm. like, I don't want to wear my sweater. I don't want to wear, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. wear pants. It's okay, mm-hmm. but it's cold outside. You're going to be cold. No, I don't want to. All right. Then because you're going to go outside without a jacket on. You're going to find out how cold it is. Mm-hmm. But then what? Is that, but then that's, is that, is that like child abuse? Yeah. yeah. So that's where it's kind of weird. But taking it to spanking them and then forcing them to have the sweater anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I haven't been in that situation, so I can't relate. Yeah. Um, neither can Katie. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what do we want to teach the children? Uh, spanking teaches that hitting is an acceptable response to anger, but showing the generation, showing the next generation how to manage rage without violence is a critical life skill. Mm-hmm. Because that can get taken into adulthood. Yeah. Like road rage. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was more of like talking through it versus, I guess that was alternatives. But this is my, this next part's my absolute favorite. So if parents aren't supposed to hit their kids, what nonviolent techniques can help with the discipline? So there's actually a parent management training program mm. by, oh, it's Kasdan again. That person I mentioned okay. earlier for, who was the president of the APA from uh, who, at Yale which uh, is grounded in research on applied behavioral analysis. So the program teaches parents to use positive reinforcement and effusive, I don't even know what that means, praise to reward children for good behavior. Does effusive mean like a lot? Like maybe over-exaggerated? Let's Let me see. see. Who's going to look at it first? Me. Me. Effusive is expressing feelings of gratitude, pleasure, or an approve or approval in an unrestrained or heartfelt manner. Nicely done. It's kind of right. You're right. I'm going to give it to you. But what's funny <laughs> is it's saying volcano. effusive praise. So I guess it's more like it seemed redundant to me at first, but showing that the parent, like the parents are genuinely proud of their kids for you know, good behavior, which I can see too. Some, like I have some family that's like, they're kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Hard ass. I don't know. <laughs> Another word. Yeah. You can believe that if you want. Very like strict. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, good behavior should always be expected. Yeah. So then we're always just like sugarcoating everything. Cause that's not how the real world is. Like, it's kind of how I was raised. Like yeah. things aren't not, I guess a little, little kid, but, but kids don't get that. No, they don't. Really. They don't understand that. And so it's more, I guess when you're a little kid, it's like showing that, you know, good behavior, good things happen for good children. Yeah. They want to do it better. And as we're seeing this all ties together, mm-hmm. the negative reinforcement also re- like can physiologically affect 
you know, kids, Mm -hmm. their brain, you know, dysfunctioning the way that or malfunctioning with the, you know, gray matter being reduced and then physiological effects, mental health effects. They grew up to be adults. They continue the cycle. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. But it's been the norm. Yeah. And that's why. But again, research. So Kasdan, this researcher at Yale. So this is, I keep saying it, but this is my favorite part. Kasdan teaches a technique that may sound like insanity to most parents. Oh, no. Tell toddlers to practice throwing tantrums. (laughs) What do you think about that? Like, that's what they're supposed to do? Parents ask their children to have a pretend tantrum without without one undesirable element, such as hitting or kicking. So then gradually, as the children practice controlling the tantrums when they're not angry their real tantrums will lessen. Hmm. Interesting, right? So it's like, kind of reminds me, I think I may have mentioned this, my dad, when I was a little kid, I would start like crying or pouting or making some hideous, you know, like little upset kid face. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, okay, you can be upset. That's fine. But hold your face. I'm going to show you what you look like. <laughs> and he'd put me in front of the mirror. And then the minute you see yourself, how ridiculous you look, you know, I started giggling and smiling and I'm like, okay, I'm not that mad anymore. I think if you have a toddler act out or a kid mm-hmm. act out that angry feeling without actually being angry, they see how ridiculous yeah. it is. So when they start to do it, they're like, oh, like this isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. Yeah. But isn't that hilarious how that you funny. can kind of teach that? Um, so then they also they're also saying some other study was saying that remaining calm during a child's tantrum is the best approach coupled with timeouts when needed so timeouts are acceptable because you're not physically you know or inflicting pain and a consistent discipline plan that rewards good behavior Mm -hmm. so it being i think it being very clear if you do this well you will get this but if you do not you will not yeah it's not just negative yeah or it's just not only punishing bad behavior but also rewarding yeah. good behavior. And being consistent. Not like, yeah. okay, well, this time you can go do X even though you, you know, didn't listen or, mm-hmm. you know, broke the rules or what have you. That was said by Graham Berman. The APA also offers, an it's called the Adults and Children Together Against Violence Program, which provides parenting skills classes through a nationwide research-based program called Parents Raising Safe Kids. So for parents who like maybe feel like they're out of options mm-hmm. and know that they don't want to take it to that level mm-hmm. can then, I mean, it's nice that that's available mm-hmm. for parents. And I feel yeah. like that's not really talked about because again, people are afraid of stepping on toes yeah, and kind of offending people. Like you don't know how to raise your kids or you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. But that's nice that at least, you know, the APA, which is like a huge organization back, you know, backed with research is providing this or it's it's available mm-hmm. and this is just wrapping it up by that same researcher part of the problem is good discipline isn't quick or easy even the yeah. best of us parents don't always have that kind of patience yeah so you know i kind of gave myself the chills <laughs> thinking about that like even when i'm a parent one day but it's okay it's okay to know that you're you don't have to have perfect patience mm-hmm. to do all of the perfect kinds of discipline but there are resources so that you don't it doesn't have to be taken to corporal punishment 
of the way that we're not saying that corporal punishment itself is bad. It's the degree of corporal punishment. Mm -hmm. And that's the part from what I'm kind of gathering. Mm -hmm. A lot of the research is the problem is there is not a controlled way to know what everyone's corporal punishment is, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of discipline. It's not like you can, you know, ask someone, oh, are you spanking them like this many for, you know, what is that? What's force measured in? Like, (laughs) you you know what I'm saying? I think it's Mm -hmm. Pascal? Force? KPA? Dang it. Okay. Well, it's not like you can just measure the force. You know, everyone's doing it the same. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of the problem is that it is being escalated. Just like that story I mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But anyways... But it's nice that there is research and there's options for other things because I feel like that's the most common argument is like, well, what am I supposed to do? Or yeah, that it's kind of like I feel a lot of the feeling or that I hear about when someone's like, oh, well, you shouldn't hit your kids. It's kind of like, oh, that's like some new age hippy dippy. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, like peace and love. Right. And then they go to like, oh, well, I was hit and it's fine. Like, that's how you show discipline. Yeah. But to see that there's actual like research, like scientific research, medical, physiological, physiological changes to your brain. That's very clear of, you know, the detrimental effects. Yeah, exactly. It's not just some like, you know, it's not like a. I was going to I can't say it. It al- I think people think of it as almost a pseudoscience. Like there's, mm-hmm. there is no yeah. research. It's just people are like too soft now. Yeah. It, thank you. That's exactly what it is. It's the whole millennial snowflake thing. Mm-hmm. That I feel like is a really big part of it is I think that it's. There, people, people are saying like, hard oh, don't. On their kids yeah. Anymore. Like, oh, don't. Like people are saying don't hit your kids just in the sake of like, oh, we're, we're anti-violence or like. We don't want to. Like, yeah. Everyone gets offended so easily. Everyone yeah. yada yada. Exactly. But um, apparently there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And it is at that point, once you do know what the research says, you kind of have to like, you know, I would look inward and think, okay, maybe I'm not seeing the effects now, but that possibly could affect my child mm-hmm. later on in life. And like I said, like looking at yourself, like, you know, you turned out okay, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, if you, again, Corporal punishment has the spectrum. Everything mm-hmm. is moderation slash doing what... I don't know. This topic is hard. Yeah, it I'm is. just going to end at that. The topic is really hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of my stuff was... Some of it was... Not a lot, lot, but some of it was verbatim quotes because that is what's being, you know, researched. Mm-hmm. I do not research this <laughs> personally. Yeah, it wasn't your opinion. No. So, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. If you guys, anybody, parents, yeah, how much are you, like, how mad are you? How, yeah. you We're know. We're not saying that it's easy. No, 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 no. not saying it's no. easy. Definitely not easy. Especially, I mean, I work with, so I do jiu-jitsu and I work with kids for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, you know, an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, depending on how many classes I'm at helping and they're, you know, like eight, some of them are like five ranges to like 13, 14. And just even hanging out with them <laughs> for those hour and a half to two hours. It's like, oh, man, I'm glad I don't have to go. <laughs> you know, I love them so much, but 
they have attitudes mm-hmm. even to people who aren't their parents yeah i guess is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. and so i see i can see the lack of patience yeah but it's nice that there is research available to help mm-hmm. understand maybe why kids are acting like that yeah and uh like we said mm-hmm. but yeah i mean if you're interested we will have links online for mm-hmm. all of our sources for uh what we talked about as well as like you know resources i'll try to get that specific page up there mm-hmm. for the resource for that class for you know parents against i forgot what it was exactly basically trying to promote oh yeah an alternative to corporal punishment mm-hmm. for discipline i guess i can see how p- if parents do parents who were also subjected to corporal punishment as kids if they do take that pause to look inward and like mm-hmm. see how it affected their life maybe there is more there yeah you know that mm-hmm. they don't want to pass on you don't really know to look at that until kind of gets shoved in your face yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. were you ever subjected to corporal punishment um not in school i don't think at home I feel like my brother was more of the misbehaving i feel like we may have been spanked yeah like once or twice but it was never like the go-to yeah um my great-grandmother was hit for being left-handed in school oh my gosh because that was back in the day where you weren't really supposed to be left-handed mm-hmm. so but she was so every time she go to like write on the chalkboard or anything that the teacher would slap her with a ruler you have to write with your right hand Oh, and man. so that caused like stuttering and she was very shy and introverted and Aww. stuff like that. So now we know why. Embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, those were obvious, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Anyways, <laughs> let's end this on a not quite as dark, heavy mm-hmm. note. Mm-hmm. So as All we right. promised. Let's end it on a high note, baby. How about a hot note? Flaming hot cheaters, everybody. Oh man. Limon. Only s- I've only ever had limon. I've never oh, really? tried. Mm-mm. Oh, I've see? never What? You can't So episode <laughs> episode thirty. Uh, we're gonna do the OG Flamin' Hots. But I've had Takis. And those aren't limon, I don't think. Uh I think remember when our coworker brought the the hot like their Cheeto fries or oh, chips yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. I tried those technically. Okay. But these are a little different. Yeah. I, I like the limon better because it's like citrusy and he's like <sighs> like that's his face. That's what I look like when I eat these. <laughs> oh man. All right, ready? I'm so excited. Oh, I almost want to record it on Instagram, but I mean you could Okay okay. Freaking love hot Cheetos so much. Are you going to uh, eat one too? Just smelling it. I mean, yeah, after you try okay. it. She's serving. Right. Oh, okay. Am I going to take Cheers. the bag? Cheers. Okay. So the thing about hot Cheetos, number one, wait, first of all, smell it. What do you think? It has a, a palette of, <laughs> doesn't smell spicy. What? I can smell it. It smells like wood chips or cardboard. That's probably, probably what, what it's, it's made, made out of. <laughs> All but right. it's hot. I I'm excited. I'm, I just got nervous. I know. They also stain your fingers, so. <laughs> so. Hmm. Didn't want to get all the chewing noises <laughs> on there. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> that was the word they're, of the episode. They're definitely better than I was expecting. Yay. They're not really cheesy. 
No. It's more, it reminds me of this flavor of Doritos I had. I'm going to be one of those people in Scotland. (laughs) They did a thing where it was a mystery bag. Ooh. Where it was, some of them were like spicy and some were regular. I don't know what regular Doritos is. You've never had regular Doritos? Well, is there a regular Doritos? Is Nacho all cheese. But I thought the blue one was. Cool Ranch, cool ranch Doritos. Yeah. Those aren't regular. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Nacho was like the original, but. Hmm. But I like Cheetos. Them. I would eat these. These are good. So you're going to eat them? Yeah. Are there everything that I... I mean, they're the kind, too, that once you start, you have to keep going. And, oh, like, halfway yeah. through, they're full up and addicting. Yeah. See, that's how I am with any sort of chip thing. Yep. Don't crave them all the time. But when you do. But I'll eat the entire bag. Yeah. <laughs> I also had cool... What was it? Uh, sour cream and onion Pringles on the way over here. Ooh. Those are also... Those are I'm really on a good. kick right now. I love those. I have the Pringles uh, dill pickle ones. Ooh. I could bring them to work tomorrow. Okay, cool. I love those so much too. I'm just obsessed with all bad foods. Yeah. My go-to, like I said, growing up was literally hot Cheetos with my mom watching Law & Order. That's like childhood for me. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are today. Oh my gosh. Full circle. Wow. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) And that was the big... Get yourself a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. This episode is sponsored by. <laughs> no, I, I wish I would eat all of them so much. They're not that good for you. Oh, Disclaimer well. you may get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Just going to say that right now. We're constipated and then diarrhea. Woohoo. But, anyways, at least, you, at least it comes out eventually. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Get ready for Phobia Friday, Woo-hoo. which is on. Friday, obviously. (laughs) Mind blowing. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, links are on you're not paranoid.com. Find us on Instagram, you're not paranoid. Mm -hmm. Email us Mm -hmm. anything you Mm -hmm. want to say at you're not paranoid at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook. There's a Facebook page if you want to listen. You can listen to us on just kidding, you're already listening to us, so you know where Ah. to find us. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Kylie. That's Katie. This is You're Not Paranoid. (laughs) Have a great day. (laughs) Bye.